BJ Ryan, episode 134, proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. Once again, back 1-1-HQ alongside Perth Racing Guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad that's this good. week. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Kids are back at school. So yeah, yeah, that's always a positive. A lot of the parents with school-aged children will have breathed a sigh of relief mm. this week. Oh, well, most of us anyway. But um, no, nah, it's uh, <laughs> back to a bit of a routine, a little bit of normalcy. But um, yeah, but uh, very wet conditions heading our way. So we might even be doing a preview for a meeting that might not necessarily go ahead. Guru? Well, it's a soft seven as of 9am or something this morning when it was updated. Um, I think we've got a stack of rain. I was actually going to get it up before we started, mm. but um, I didn't do that. But we have a stack of rain forecast this afternoon, a little bit tomorrow, and then it's going to be kicking off from 10, 11 o'clock Friday night. Um Onwards, so I suspect we'll be starting the meeting at soft seven at best, mm-hmm. like at best, at best, at best, um, potentially a heavy eight. We'll get the first few races in and hopefully it holds up to the day. I mean, it is, it is our wet weather track. Yep. Um, so fingers crossed it holds up, but it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't, if we get as much as they say. In saying that, we often, in recent times, we haven't been getting as much rain as predicted. has been forecast yeah. and predicted. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll find out, won't we? We will find out. So, um have you have you ma- managed to come yeah, back? Yes, so there's not much. Back. Actually, just looking at this now, I think we've got the majority. The majority of the rain was overnight. So yeah. I don't think we've got much more coming today, forecast. So the rain's probably not coming until the early hours of Saturday morning. Yeah, we should be fine. Okay. I've changed my mind. Now that I'm, uh, yeah, I've, I've got my weatherman degree in the last minute and a half, mm-hmm. um, I have uh, we need to changed speak, my mind. We need to speak to Crippler's old man, I think. Yeah, 100% <laughs> we do. Yeah, he, uh, Brad, Brad knows what's happening. I'll tell you what, tells you to a to a deg- uh, to a degree as well. It's incredible. But um, we were a soft six. What I found really interesting, we were a soft six at midday on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and um, I presume we'd start Wednesday to soft five. I thought in twenty four hours of a little bit of sun and wind, no rain, that it would upgrade or just be upgraded by at least one rating. And it didn't. Yep. So the track might not be drying out as well. That's the thing at the moment. So. Yeah, well, that was sort of what I was what I was banging on about last week. When I was um, talking, reflecting on the overall times, <clears throat> comparing them to benchmark, which is how much the track was just held, it was just being held together. And then as soon as that rain came, it just fell apart. Yeah. So that's going to be the key on on Saturday. Whether um, being the first couple of races, you can have some confidence at the track because it won't be choppy, mm. but then it will just turn into an absolute uh, an absolute wallop. And as we were talking about before we started, actually off air, I've sort of given every horse a. Um, all the favourites in particular, sort of just like a, a 10, 15% tax because yep. it's just uh, some horses, A, won't get it, B, will step in a pothole that's the wrong place to step in and not be happy. It's mm-hmm. just that there is far more variables about a horse being unhappy on the day. So you've got to <laughs> allow for that. And um, good day to be a bookmaker, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a good day to be a bookmaker last Saturday. I think eight out of the 10 faves won, oh, yeah. according to Scotty McCormick. I love, so, a, good, love a good favourite. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love what the, the boys are doing with the uh, where there's, we'll talk about it in race one, because uh, the where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. But I always think about that. I think, geez, what if uh, what if you've had a go at that as, as a stable, little stable go, and you think, I'll have a go next time, and then everyone knows about it. Which one's that, sorry? The, have you seen on the McCormick bookmaking, Scotty and Pete, they're putting up uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Mate, you're going to have to- Tell me more. Oh, uh, dearie me. I've just, I thought you might have seen it. Sorry. No. Uh, I think, oh, geez, I haven't looked into it that deep. Anyway, it's very, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting anyway. They just, uh, I think stable inspired moves potentially. Yeah. Uh, long price stable inspired moves. They're putting up just sort of a, a post about it. It's really interesting stuff. I love when Pete or Scotty chuck anything on Twitter um, about the bookmaking industry and, and what they do. Um, so where there's smoke, 
saying maybe next start it could be a horse to consider. Top so the great yeah. Hoyer was one of those. There was a bit of money around last start. Um, I think Black Shadow might have been one as well. Okay. So is there a, yeah, a reason to follow it next well, start? Well, there, so. there was probably fire only in the last last Saturday. Was that stable inspired, the position of oh, power? Dead yeah. set. Did you find that one? Nah, didn't find that one, BJ. I was on its previous, I think small on its previous start at mm -hmm. 20 to 1 and um, – no, it didn't go too good that day. Down in trip, up in grade and uh, senior on and um, money came and they knew. Taj missed it on Bright Diamond, which was disappointing because Bright Diamond hasn't been missing the kick at all this camp. It's been racing really tractably and really yeah. true and that was the main reason it was pretty keen. So <clears throat> Bright Diamond tickets were in the bin after about two metres yep. of the race um, and from there it all just sort of panned out. No white flag, went 500 lengths quicker than bench <laughs> to the turn, took on Pooley, um, ruined everything on speed. Mood swings was tough as nails to yeah. near them in the finish. Um, yeah, it was, just, it was just the run accordingly and they got their money. Good on them. How did you go last Saturday? I mean- Just took you, one race did, at a time. Did you, have you crashed back down to earth yet after, uh, after Advocator? Got the chocolates at- Derby. Oh, I had a really good Dutch um, candlelight supper and um, and uh, the Illusionist um, <laughs> after the podcast last Thursday, BJ. So uh, I presume I'll get my money in a couple of months when there's a positive swap for Strictly Cash. So I'm just kidding. Well done to Strictly Cash supporters. Um, but you're kidding. I knew it's just it's not your day when uh, you get beaten by five hundred and one dollar Betfair SP for those who played. Yeah, for those who played top toe, I think you got about one hundred and fifty bucks. So we like to give Betfair a plug, but it's. Uh, there's a reason we do so. So if you think about that just logically, like say say you're an owner and, and you say you have your 100 each way or something every time it goes around, you're taking top tote there, you've won, well, including the place, you've won low $20,000. Mm -hmm. If you've taken that on, on Betfair SP, you've won, oh, including the place, you've won probably sixty-five, seventy thousand $70,000. Mm. So it's quite incredible, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be a rarity. You might get one of those every five years, but if it's worth an extra 10, 20, 30, 40, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, um, yeah, it's quite incredible. The power of Betfair for roughies is, uh, yeah, but in saying that, if you were backing that, you're going to lose a lot of money in your life. Yeah, so that was strictly <laughs> cash for uh, Stevie Ryan. <clears throat> First winner for a while for Stevie for- uh, um, Since from, Wakaha kid, probably. Yeah, Lecto Tomo <laughs> fame, Stevie Ryan. Um, great man is Steve. Uh, I'd have to check when his last winner was. Someone said it was the first winner since 2013. I backed one of his, and it was, we backed one of his about five, six, seven years ago. 20s into fives. Paul Harvey was on board. Don't go Tomo. Don't go Tomo. Don't go Tomo, yeah. Tomo, yeah. 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 Yeah, I reckon my ROI and don't go Tomo is low, <laughs> non-existent. It's, it's just neg negative lots. Uh, it's a good man, Stevie Ryan. Congratulations, got the winner there with uh, strictly cash and mm. last <clears throat> last uh, Thursday. But the question you keep dodging is advocator. Oh yeah, just hey? too, just too good, just too big, too strong. Um, I said to you during the week when we when we get challenged by Chili Bane, I thought, well, hang on. Not many horses, when they get challenged by Chili Bane, can kick back and win. Exactly. So to be challenged by Chili Bane um, to kick back and win, I mean, kick fight. I'd, I'd be surprised if Advocator doesn't get the um, the nails and a hammer out and build a little picket fence now. I'd suggest. <laughs> so that's that's what well, I'm, get, I'm gets, thinking. Gets their opportunity next. tomorrow because we've got a broom. He does tomorrow, certainly so. does. Brooms the one track I don't do. So broom derby, um, I don't do it all. Roburn Carnarvon, I'm I'm very much into. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be I'll be watching tomorrow just as an owner, and I'm um, yeah quite excited. I. 
Uh, one thing we learned about her is she doesn't get past the 1,200. So back to the, the shorter trips. <coughs> Happy days. And congratulations again yesterday. Another winner for the TK Layton Enterprise. Oh, first law. Yeah, first didn't, have a, didn't have a send on first law either yesterday. But uh, good steer, Brandon. I've given Brandon a little bit of a, a, little bit of a rev up on this Just show. Little, That's fair enough. A little bit of a rev up uh, on this show. And, um, well, he, he came out. And uh, as I said, I think last week he was always going to ride a couple of winners mm-hmm. with the, the on paces. But now he's got a couple that have taken a, a sit not, not far from them, in, in all fairness. But um, he's definitely growing in confidence. And, um, yeah, he's – he's, uh, he's geez, I love the peep over the shoulder, though. Mm. I like when you win a race, he does the old peep over the shoulder at the 100, says, hey, you're going. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Chris Nelson actually wants me to mention him and say what a great um, – what a great man he is for, for getting me into the horse world. So, yeah, he actually – I think he'd had about 14 beers when he messaged me last night, but he's one of the owners as well. And, uh, yeah, no, good bunch of lads, and it's um, nice to kick off our game, gamey career. Game, Jamie, why can't I just say their last name? It's not that hard, is it? It isn't. Game, Jamie. Anyway. Um, yeah, congratulations, of course, again to Brandon Louis, double at mm. uh, Belmont last Saturday. Um, Black Fantasy for the Pierce Brothers – uh, clung on and won the uh, Belmont Classic, fended off Flair on the win there. Um, daylight third, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was Cleared Daylight out. third. Um, God's Fury went about as well as <laughs> expected. Yeah, no. <laughs> poor, yeah. Old, poor old Christie's been put on a strictly cash style 500 to 1 pop in a, in a feature. I've been told to go forward and she's got suspended, which is just uh, pretty wild. So yeah. um, I uh, feel, feel a bit bad for, for Christy uh, riding a roughy to instructions and getting suspended. But anyway, Black Fantasy um, makes it a, yeah, what was it, an Aquanita Stakes, Belmont yep. Classic Double. Riding uh, was on the wall. I think Black Fantasy is a horse that's probably got under everyone's guard a little bit yep. in regards to the fact that he was only a length off other one son and devoted and sort of always been around that sort of, around that mark. So um, yeah, I think he's, Always going to be below those top couple, but uh, geez, he'll he'll be a nice horse for connections. Yeah, I imagine they'll. Probably- I reckon you'll be a better four year old too. Yeah, probably. And you know what? Yeah, probably a better five <laughs> as well. So. Well, these are black fries. They don't get. Oh. They, don't, they don't even fire till they're five. Um, wait till it's ten. One always said he's very very smart. Aztec ruler for Stefan mm. Mahala mm. um, showed a bit of tactical versatility last Saturday. I'm the quickest last two. Christy Parnham said, "Bugger this! I'm just going to bounce Aztec out." Outside leader and uh, right like the best horse in the race and uh, cantered in. Yeah, two well, from well. T- two from two. <clears throat> Very exciting stuff uh, with uh, Aztec Ruler. Hopefully, it comes back uh, just as well because it's uh, yeah. Nice horse. Very nice horse. And uh, just a little bit of uh, uh, a quirk, Fanta and Gingerfly, they cornelled uh, a race at Belmont mm. the, uh, last Saturday. Uh, four relations. Oh, yeah, there you siblings. go. So that's a bit of a rarity. Ian, Butch, Ian Butchie O'Connor from the Mundaring Hotel fired that one in. Very and good. And he said that, uh, he said, we better mention that the full uh, relations ran one, two. Twins. Belmont last at the, pretty much. Yeah. Basically uh, finished alongside each other. It wasn't <laughs> much. I would, wouldn't have minded if they were the other way around, actually. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, last little bit of uh, talking point here before we um, keep moving forward. Interested to read a story in the West this morning from I think it was Ernie Manning, who covered the Bob Peters squad that trial that jumped out at Geelong for Danny O'Brien yesterday. Mm-hmm. Three railway stakes winners among them: mm-hmm. Inspirational Girl, Regal Power, Western Empire, and last year's Winterbottom Stakes winner, Graceful Girl. Grace. Bit of Arsenal. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, all four of them jumped out. Uh, 
Western Empire was probably the most impressive of them, as you would expect. Um, but yeah, very all systems go for another big uh, Melbourne Spring for the Cerise and White. So we might have to get Liam back on when they start firing up and just give us a bit of a bit of insight into um, the squad over there. They're all racing under the Danny O'Brien banner. Um, this spring, this sort of autumn spring, and uh, looks like Damien Oliver and Damien Lane will be sharing the riding duties on the uh, for the Peters Investments runners over on the east coast. But not only do we have HG Bolton Sprint Day at Belmont this Saturday, there's a lot happening. Uh, we got North Northwest Northwest Racing, including Roburn Cup Day, and um, the man who is uh, part of the camp that will be saddling up the favourite for the Roburn Cup, Christian Hawkins. We, we asked him to come on for the mastermind, but we've, then we've got him to have a quick chat to us about Roburn Cup Day, apparition, and uh, everything that's happening in that regard. So let's bring, uh, let's take a little break, and then we'll be back with our quick chat with uh, Christian Hawkins. Okay, so it's, in this, it's uh, Roburn Cup Day this Saturday. Terry, let's get in the spirit of the, uh, of the Northwest racing season, and we'll bring in one of the uh, part owners of the uh, Roman Cup favourite apparition. Christian Hawkins, you're back on the 1-1. One, one. Back on the 1-1, one, one, boys. Time to redeem myself, I think. <laughs> Time so, to redeem So we've got Hawk on to do the mastermind, of course, but it's not every day that you get an opportunity to win a Roman Cup. That's so right. we might as well talk once to- a year, Once a year, actually. <laughs> talk, talk, to the, talk to the man himself. Uh, Hawk, uh, you've got apparition up there in uh, in uh, your, your South Headland set up there, and uh, he's flying two from two under the uh, the Hawkins family colours. And uh, of course, Saturday will be the first start under your partner's name, Nadia Bishop. She's just taken out her trainer's license. Yeah, Nadia's just taken out of her trainer's license. So, uh, what little control I did have, I've lost complete control now. So, um, yeah, no, nah, it's good for her. She's um, uh, quite an accomplished horsewoman. She does lots of things with them that I can't do. So, um, yeah, it's very much a team effort, the two of us. Um, so, yeah, it's good for her. Yeah, our apparition obviously was with uh, Toddy Harvey beforehand. Gone up there. Not many can go straight to the dirt and um, and win. I think something Scott Embry says, and he says it well, is they need to find their dirt legs. But um, he, she. Hey. Gender's he, thank you, BJ. Uh, he, uh, that's always been one of my strengths, knowing your horse's gender. Uh, he, uh, that's always he, been your trouble late, late on a Saturday night, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> I knew he, what, she doesn't really matter, does I it? I knew what was coming there. I knew what was coming there. We're going to move on, aren't we, BJ? We're going to pretend we never heard that. Um, seems to have, I've been thrown there, seems to have uh, no issue uh, finding uh, his dirt legs uh, early. Any, any reason for that? Uh, no, nah, just. Um, complete and utter luck how the whole situation unfolded um obviously um he probably wasn't the horse that we were anticipating having going around in the cup that mm. we all know Terry mm. due to the misfortune of the mighty Peppy Jack but yeah. um no nah, this horse was retired and um Toddy ended up getting her back and we had the he had the thought process of sending it up here and it's just been a masterstroke so um yeah just very lucky at the end of the day so who's, your, who's your major? Sorry, who's your, your major competitor on uh, on Saturday? Who's your, who's your major? Saturday, who's your major would, danger? Would, just bad I luck. I would have to. No, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, just bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. It's always hard. Like the, the good thing about Roburn is most of the horses get a chance to win from the top of the straight because mm. uh, they always get runs. It's such a big long straight. But 
I think the Red Sea is the progressive horse in the race. He has got good staying form in Melbourne um, on the outer track. So you know he's definitely going to get the trip. Um, so I just think if we can be within a couple of lengths of him on training or she can track it into the race, uh, we've definitely got the best turn of foot in it's, the field. So Roeburn plays a little bit different, I found, to some of the other dirt tracks. A lot of horses seem to be able to race with cover three, the fence, um, and, and win in that particular way. A lot of the other dirt tracks, if you get the kickback, you're, you're in big, big trouble on mm. straightening. But uh, there's a lot of winners that are sort of getting runs between horses, and it's it's almost like it's um, oh, grass racing on dirt, or it's a little bit more uh, real racing yeah. or, or, or metro yeah. racing in that sense, um, which which I found really interesting with Ro. I've never really followed Roeburn as closely as I have. This year, well, of course, of course, Roeburn has had to pick up the slack with no Port Hedland in action, so mm. we've, we've got to see a lot more of Roeburn. Huckle's hunting ground, yeah, we've yeah. see a lot more of Roeburn this Port year. Huck- Port Huckle, <laughs> <laughs> Port Huckle. yeah, um, yeah, it does. You can seem to see, and it's for some reason the jocks tend to ride ride races here rather than just jump, run, and stun, you know, which they get into that mentality at Broome and then places where they just it's just flat out from the get go, whereas here. Um, yeah, you can sort of afford to ride a little bit of a race um, and and get away with it. So it's good. One of my favourite parts about this Roeburn season have been the celebrations, uh, mainly Peter Edwards uh, past the post. Some of them have been tremendous mm. in little class one, standing up in the irons. Absolutely tremendous stuff. Katie Southern rode a treble at her, uh, at her farewell meeting, yes. which was great to see, a great celebration. Are you, are you going to instruct the young apprentice with about 50 to go to start watching. Well, you're going to get her to watch some Mitchell Pateman replays perhaps the night before. <laughs> nah, nah, and then at about, nah, and well, about the 50, get her up in the irons and uh, just a nice one for the photo, for the, uh, well, the pool wall. If, if, if she's going to be watching a replay, she'll be going back to the Leonora Cup the year Doremus won the Melbourne Cup because I, I give a salute 200 out like Ollie winning the Melbourne Cup. I think Bigsy back then finds $1,000. So, <laughs> you know... <laughs> If you're gonna do it, you do it properly, you know. <laughs> we need to find some footage. Of, we need to find some footage. Yeah, of that. yeah. So, yeah. but you don't want you don't um, want Cassie doing the Greg Hall though. That's the thing. No, no. I'll just be um, no, no, no preempting winning. Just, uh, just win and um, yeah, be happy days. Cassie's a big race rider, so apparently, yeah. apparently, Pikey rang up for the ride and Hawk said, "No, I'm sweet, thanks, mate." Yeah, sorry. <laughs> nah, yeah, I, I offered him the ride in the cup last year, and he shot himself in the foot. So I said, "No, nah, mate, you bet you can't." <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> so just just a quick one. This, this apparition story, um, uh, it's a it's a tremendous, I guess, racing story for perseverance. And um, so, I'll just give the listeners a bit of bit of context about apparition. He was he was retired, but for good reason too, wasn't he? He had a couple of tendon, yeah. tendon injuries. Yeah, well, he had. Uh, as I'm led to believe that it was like a he torn literally half of his tendon in half um, after he. After that prep, after, I think it was the, his late three-year-old prep after he ran in the Derby. I think he had a run at York and he won or run second, if my memory serves me correctly. And, yeah, Toddy, it was that bad that they just were like, uh, no, we'll find him a home because he's a lovely animal. And, yeah, two years later, um, through COVID, the lady who had it, uh, I believe, lost her job and couldn't afford to keep the horse anymore. So she rung Todd back up and he went and picked it up as, you know, uh, a lot of the good trainers will do. You know, they do look after them life after racing. Mm-hmm. And his leg looked a million dollars, so he got him scanned and it was perfect. And then, um, 
yeah, we hatched. He rung me and we hatched the plan to get him fit and see if he stands up after a couple of trials. Uh, with the thought process of sending him up here if he if he does stand up and yeah, not very often um, a plan like that comes to fruition, but uh, it has so far. Absolutely, a thirty-five thousand dollar race. I think the Pilbara, the, the Pilbara, Pilbara handicap was a twenty-five thousand dollar race. They're the two wins. Oh, so sorry. So we've got yes. the sixty thousand dollar Robin <laughs> Cup. Hawk, you never want to dream big, but what uh, <laughs> what does what does the rest of the preparation does have it in store? Involve going <laughs> oh, east, you know, or are, we, are you talking northern hemisphere? No, no, no. I'm not getting too far ahead of myself. I mean, it's just just <laughs> so long as I can get to the big screen, something like Sea Biscuit or Barlap Movie, you know, like. I think I think it's got a beautiful narrative to have have a movie produced off it, surely, doesn't it? Absolutely. Uh, now, who, now. Would, who would play you? <laughs> <laughs> like a little Danny DeVito or uh, something? What do you reckon? Nah, no. This day and age, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, um, I'm a bit peppery. So probably someone like George Clooney, wouldn't it? Have to be. <laughs> what about Todd? Todd Harvey. Who do you reckon would play Todd in the? Yeah, in the well, other big we've screen? discussed this. Mm. We've discussed this the other day, and. And my my personal preference was Butterbean, the old boxer, but you know, <laughs> he didn't see he didn't see the funny side of that. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> that's no. great. Now it is a tremendous story, and and it's a it's a great story for uh, I think you think that there's actually been quite a lot of work Rawa has been doing during the week about loving the love the horse program, um, how horses are looked after. You know, obviously while they're racing and post racing, and and as Christian. Um, mentioned in his story there about apparition that Todd was the first person just to go and pick the horse up, Todd and Brittany, straight away, um, get patched, you know, look at um, rehoming apparition um, when, um, I guess, when the lady that was looking after him couldn't, could, could no longer afford to. And then um, to see this horse be back up racing again and uh, and a chance to, to, to win a Roebourne Cup on Saturday, it's a great story um, for, for Thoroughbred Horse Racing in WA and also for the Northwest as well. And um, just with um, with the, the regionals, the, the regions who were starved of racing opportunities during the COVID years, it's just great that uh, that uh, all system, um, everything's moving forward up in those neck of the woods. So, Christian, with um, you've also got uh, the 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 camp has another runner on Saturday. First start for you. Can you give us a little bit of info on uh, on that particular horse? Uh, yeah, well, he's done everything uh, everything we've asked him to since he's been up here. He's only been up here a short time. He went to Toddy's after we bought him off of Lindsay. Um, uh, my mail out of the camp was to keep him fresh, so that we've done. Um, he always seemed to go good early in his runs, so. Um, we're going to be shooting in the dark a little bit, obviously, but I mean, his best form blows that field away. It's just a matter of whether you know he's anywhere near, anywhere near his best. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll send him around and, and get a guide from there. That's uh, Alafella in the Harding Cup race five of the day on the Saturday. So big day for the camp. Alafella in race five, and of course, Apparition in the Roburn Cup. Hawk, we did get you on to have a crack. Our redemption in the mastermind. Yeah, there's a horse called Hook racing as well. Hook, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see Hook I going mean, around. I, I, I actually it's nearly, an absolute, I actually it's nearly bought it. It is. It's yeah. aptly named. It's an absolute battler, isn't it? <laughs> Oi, but the thing about it is, by Champion Stallion, he's a big, black, beautiful-looking thing. So he's got a lot of size and strut about him. So it's me all over, isn't it? Surely. <laughs> Very good. We better get Hawk while he's up and about. We better get get the momentum rolling into. So just just hold your horses there, Hawk, and we'll get uh, James Stewart on the line, and we'll uh, we'll get this mastermind up and running. Okay, punters, it is time to partner with Betfair and preview HG 
Bolton Sprint Day. Harry Bolton Sprint Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton teaming up to record episode 134 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is just before 12 noon on Thursday, the 21st of July. Pijara today, Cable Beach Caravan Park Cup Day yeah. at Broome tomorrow. Uh, also, uh, Advocator is uh, don't miss. Um, Belmont, of course, and it's Roburn Cup Day on Saturday. And Kalgoorlie rounds out the weekend in the goldfields this Sunday. All happening. Cups galore. Roburn Cup, Cable Beach Cup, Halatorian Cup. It's all happening this weekend, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, plenty. Mm. Plenty, plenty mm. for the WA Racing fan to get enthused about. And make sure you stay tuned, BJ, throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City meets, get out, stakes. Uh, and don't forget our uh, we've got Jimmy Stewart coming back looking at win number two after demolishing um, Denim Potsy. Uh, so you go Kyle Denim Jacket Potsy. Denim Pack. I reckon we might get the denim, dub- we might pack. get the double denim this week. Maybe the triple uh, the triple denim this week. Jeez, we're a pretty short price favourite. Um, taking on the hawk. Go the hawk. What a what a what a what a great little matchup. James Stewart versus uh, Christian Hawkins. K-H. in the Mundaring Hotel W Racing Mastermind and. It's a jackpot get out stakes. No Oof. one, not one Good person. One oh, position of power. Position of power. Yeah. It was um, snuck under the guard of our very astute get out stakes participants. Mm-hmm. And therefore, there's a $100 gourmet beef Oof. package up for grabs. So um, we'll get to, we'll, we'll have a quick chat about that before the lucky last on Saturday. Very good. Uh, anything else to report? Nah, in, minimal. In Guru Land? N- nah, minimal, minimal. Uh, not here next week in Bali. Ah. Yeah. Yep. So someone else can put their foot in their mouth next week. Um, <laughs> do you like that one? Yeah. Uh, we'll probably go on to Bali. Who knows? That's that won't be so funny when you. No, it won't be. Get stuck not there. be funny at all. I'm gonna take some old shoes with me and leave them at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> from at the airport. It sounds like. Um, but yeah. So we'll be uh, MIA next week. But, so we, uh, we got to get a got to rustle up a. Couple yeah, of you're gonna have to do a rustle. Yeah. Might, it might end up back at the uh, the hen house yeah, recording studio. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The hen house. If you got someone that wants to look after Spotty for a week as well, it'd be great. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be our most popular uh, response. I think that probably got yeah. there. Look after the spot, man. Exactly right. Um, yeah. Oh, here's the rain. Oh, soft. Oh, no, heavy eight. Heavy eight. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, well, let's talk about the track for Saturday. Mm. Uh, what do we got here? We got the rail is at the eight meter position. The entire they're um, predicting uh, nineteen degrees, cloudy, very high chance of showers, extremely high, ninety five percent. Terry spoke about that in the. Um, I guess in the preamble to to the show, and um, yeah, so I guess everyone will just be sitting back and watching and waiting for everything to unfold from a rain point of view, and just to determine just how um, significantly rain affected the track is come come race one on Saturday. Yeah, I think that we have very high chance of me doing my ass and said I <laughs> I just can't. I just I just you just I just don't know how it's going to be a winning day to be honest with you. So very sticky stuff. Uh, as I said, good day to be so the, bookie, the pressure but, um, pressure ratings right up. Pressure ratings right up. Yeah, yeah. it's a very difficult meeting. A really difficult meeting. In saying that, it's it's there's big fields. Um, they're very open races. A lot of them. So it's a great meeting to find some value as well. So you don't you don't on, on a day like this you don't necessarily need um, to find four winners. You can find one or two and and you can have a good day. So I'm pleasantly surprised how well the fields. Um, mm stood up considering the weather so um yeah it's great to see a uh yeah as terry said full fields for um belmont ht bolton sprint day the first race of the day of course is the ascend sales trophy plate for the two-year-olds over the 1000 meters the first is at 12 14 p.m 
Uh, interesting runner here on debut, the collector, Simon A. Miller, Patrick Carberry in the very famous um, P.V. Walsh Amelia Park colours, making its debut following a almost seven-length barrier trial victory at Lark Hill on the 11th of July. Opened up short, opened up favourite, in fact, ahead of the top weight, rev it up, the uh, experienced and very sharp filly there from Dion Luciani camp, but it looks like the odds have sort of got a bit more closer together um, by the time that we started recording, Terry. Yeah, dearie me. Um, we don't know how good this is, and, and you probably need to be part of the yard to, to know, but Simon doesn't often trial them in blinkers, and he trialled this one in blinkers. It was under the stick, and it was the slowest two-year-old trial of the day. Mm. So for me, it's probably going to have to improve on that 10 or 11 lengths, and it was under the stick. So I'm double figures for me. It's just we take this on every day of the week. I Yeah, it could be really good. I, I might be might be wrong, but it could be really good. Um, but, yeah, I just think that's crazy price. It's also the pressure – it's, it's a different rate. It's, yeah. it's the yeah. trial pressure, race day pressure, especially when you're chasing. It's no guarantee to hold the fence. Especially when, you, when you're chasing a horse like um, Rev It Up, who, let's not forget, it took a horse by the name of Aztec Ruler to run it down last start, and Aztec Ruler walloped them last start. And, and Rev It Up was forced to breeze as yep. well because um, uh, Madame Le Pen kicked up and led. So, yeah, look, it might have to breeze again because the collector jumped pretty well, and, and that might be how it, it all eventuates. But, um, yeah, I just think the collector's a bit. Short, to be honest with you, BJ. That's my uh, that's my take on this race. But uh, yeah, look, I was two dollars seventy five. Rev it up. Um, I'm a bit where it's about three bucks. I'm not going to be betting at that price, to be honest. But it's a um, it looks well placed. Just how many times you can go to the well with a young horse, I guess, is one of the queries. Yep. Janella's the big improver. That's over my price. I don't know if it. That's it. all we can do is guess. We don't know how well it compares to them. But uh, it was a nice debut winner. In saying that, the horse. Horses behind it from that race haven't really franked the form a huge amount, which is a little bit of a concern. Although I feel as though that midweeker that it ran in the other day when it was basically four wide, no cover the trip. It's a Saturday race. Yeah, Bustler, Work in Progress, Hang Glide. I all expect them to be Saturday horses in time. So, exactly yeah. right. You look, you're giving basically what I'm seeing here is if the collector kicks up and um, and Rev It Up ends up in the breeze, you're a big chance of landing on the back of Rev It Up here. So with 54, Clint Johnson, uh, Clint Johnston Porter back, back in the saddle, yeah. he is back. Um, yeah, I think if, if it's good enough, it's by Universal Ruler as well, so it should handle the conditions, BJ. Um, yeah, I think it's the one that's probably slightly over the odds at the moment, $8.50, but um, not too excited about getting involved in the race. They're the two I'm focusing on, but like it wouldn't surprise me if I was snipping over Trial Super, Cosmopolitan well, yeah, Girl, I was ask Cosmopolitan about Cosmopolitan Girl, Girl as well. Yeah, I think it's just a battler. I wasn't sold on its trial. I think it's yeah. just a, it's a nice horse and it'll run nice, even races. Yep. Barry one, it gets its chance if it all pans out, but yeah. I just don't think it's – I, I don't just know thought, if it's, I don't just know if it's at the, the next level. I saw the price. I sort of I didn't Yeah, know, I, I agree. I'm yeah. 11 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's 20. Yeah. That oh. was the sort of horse that sort of stood out for me from a price point of view. I yeah, it's always you're always reluctant to take on Simon A Miller with the, with the young horses. However, I think that this is you, this horse was always going to come up short off uh, after such a dominant trial win. The camp, the colors, um, the colors. Yeah, it was the, the old. The old. This horse didn't actually go through the sales. The older half sold for three hundred sixty thousand at the yearlings. The dam of the collector was a um, two hundred forty. The Addie Lane was a two hundred forty thousand dollar yearling herself. So uh, definite blue blood. This horse, but um, and the trial was there. But you you always had in the back of your mind that it was going to come up under the odds. And that when you've got a horse like Rev It Up who applies pressure and makes you 
makes you chase and makes you stretch your neck, it's a different setup to the to running 58 in a like your 950 meter trial. So, um, so I can see why people like Rev. I'm with you. I think Janelle is a big improver. Four one, no cover the entire over. Stuck uh, on well. Stuck on well. Wide um, was off that day, and, right. and I think it was 28 days between runs mm-hmm. as well. Um, last start, so. Um, Third up, oh, so this will be its third up run off ten days. Adam Durant from the good draw and CJP back on board. I think outside of Revit up and the collector, Janella is the uh, Janella is the one for me. Yep, I'm with you. Um, okay, race two is the Tab Touch. Be better at life handicap over one thousand meters. The touch, you got the touch. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, Guru? We've got a bit, oh. a bit of speed here through Olga Louisa, Heavenly Waters. They're going to be running along um, out in front. There's some speed underneath them as well, but you imagine they're the two that are going to crash across the hardest and find the fence? Yeah, Olga Louisa's, um, if, if able to dictate from the front, might be mm. really hard to get past, but Olga Louisa does tend to run her best race fresh as well, so whether she can run that same race, and I think uh, Heavenly Waters is jumping particularly well. I don't think it's racing particularly well this time in, but it's jumping and, and beginning particularly well. well. It, so it out, could be out-jumped uh, Will Chino the yep. other day. And so, even Mervyn yeah. just sort of had to restrain to breeze. So could be a fair bit of pressure um, on there on Olga Louise. So that'll be an interesting watch early. Look, I think the three-year-olds are the, the two best horses in this, but neither of them are going to ever get to a price, which excite me a huge amount. And both of them, are, there's just some queries on how much they want to win as well. So State of Power and Storm Commander? Yeah, they're the two. So, um, look, I'm I'm $3.80, the pair of those. Uh, I'll watch Betfair and see what happens if Storm Commander is a bit wobbly. I think Storm Storm Commander is just even, but if it's been forced back at its last couple, if it's able to land right on the back of the speed get-out roll – um, yeah, I think it can run a race, but uh, geez, I'm yeah, market's pretty similar to mine. Wednesday's well under my price. That's probably the big one that's different. I'm eighteen dollars Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just I can't see myself getting involved. Requisitions racing well, but those platinum races are hard. So this is just a massive step up, and you've drawn off. So a lot's going to have to go right. So now I'm I'm really quite content on on leaving a lot of races on yeah. Saturday. And um, did could you could you make a case and for Mantelli? Yeah, hundred percent. I could. Yeah, yeah oh, six eighty Mantelli. Um, I think Brandon probably lands somewhere near the one one here. Yeah. Um, it's that- but it's a type of horse that doesn't want to go on with it. I actually liked its first up run because I think it got chopped out and that's why I sort of peaked on its run late mm-hmm. um, and, and didn't want to go on with it. But it's 72 plus down to a 60 plus. Good well, that was, so so it's, that's that's behind Warm and Fuzzy Cryptic Love Beads, that, yep. that, that fifth first up. Um, had an SP of $9.50 in that, in that type of grade. So the way that the camp's going, the draw, the, the Brandon's, Brandon Louise got his confidence up. Um, Away from the the three odds, I thought that that Mantelli was the one that made the most sense. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. I can see that very much. So, very much. So, it looks to Matt really nicely. They're yeah. right training some winners. What um, What about the run of one of uh, one of the the great Southern um, finest Athlone Castle the other day? Yeah, it went super. It was a race that was really run to suit. And we'll it talk was, about yeah. it with Miss Fasari in the last later yeah. as well. But it was a race that was really run to suit, which makes the run of Olga Louise even better, to be honest. Yeah, and I think and Olga Louise was Wednesday in the same race. If you go through yeah. Olga Louise, two from two from the heavy. But yeah. if you look at it, soft seven and soft six runs as well, like forget soft five and just go the really wet ones, mm-hmm. they're, they're crackers. Like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a far better horse. So, um, yeah, Wednesday wasn't the same race yet. Wednesday went good too. Wednesday mm-hmm. to me gives me that it lacks a killer blow type yeah. feel as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm open to backing a lot of these BJ. And I'm 
I'm gonna it's gonna be a day where I bet very small and I I'm dictated by Betfair late, I'd suggest for a lot of these. So sure. Um very few pre posters. Um I'm getting ready to be Suki, by the way. We're one minute from the first at Pinjara mm-hmm. and I'd uh, I wanted to back smiling girl. It went up fifteen dollars. It's now three dollars fifty on Betfair. Haven't got a cent on. There's been a deduction, so that fifteen's probably eleven or twelve. Yep. Um I was actually still gonna back it at probably five bucks and it's now three fifty. Yet to have a cent on. I refuse. <laughs> I, I actually refuse to back it. This but, is gonna um, be interesting. Yeah, this will end in um this will end in tears. It's okay, though, because if we stick to our structures and our processes, it's fine. So, <laughs> geez, this is one of those races I'm really excited. Hopefully, Marty Allen can get a win of the white line and get up. Um, but dearie, man. Anyway, All right. So, so gun to a head, tap touch, be better at life handicap. Uh, man, tell you for me. All I can think about is this smiling girl. Sorry, BJ. <laughs> Yeah, All right, let's take so, somebody let's, else might be taking over the second half of the let's, podcast. Let's, here let's just take a quick break while we watch the first at Pinjara Park. All right, guys, we're back for race three, the Tap Touch Westbeat Platinum Handicap. We all love these Westbeat Platinums, especially when uh, some of us have a runner in the race. Guru Halatorian, you, <laughs> you are one of the part owners, some of the heavy hitters at WA Racing involved in this one. Yeah, um, yeah. Cracking run first up. I've got a scenario for you. Halatorian hits the front. What, what would you think if Halatorian hits the front and Tin Snip lunges, gets there on the line? I've got a little Halatorian group chat with the other owners <laughs> and um, I said something along the lines of probably not in words I can use on this, but say uh, if Tin Snip beats me, racing can go on. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Snips me an awards night. And- um, oh, very good. Tin so, snip yes. in a platinum. It's an, isn't that? How's it? Yeah, no metro wins last year. Specials. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how things it, at all. How do, it, I don't understand how it all works. It's, but, it's, uh, it's, it's eligible. Yeah, yeah. Good on him. Oh, this is it's it's a great. I mean, Glasgow Girl proved last week mm-hmm. uh, the point of difference form in these platinums, which I think is pretty low standard, is really handy. So yeah. I'm attacking this race as an owner. I've made that decision. I'm not going to be. I, I don't have enough confidence elsewhere in this race, but to me, looking at the prices, um, like I'm about five, six bucks halitorian. I'm not that sure. It's going to be always below my price. Maybe late price I might get out, but um, I mean, Forest Wars dropping from a uh, 72 plus, is it, Beach? Is that plus. coming out of that race? We'll just Sorry, it's a, 60, a very strong 60 plus and a great run and a 66 plus, no yeah. white flag, Thomas Magnum, both great runs. Um, so Forest War, that's comfortably the best form line heading into this but obviously you've got the query of the fact you're going to be last you've got the apprentice on 1200s maybe a slight query i i don't know yeah I, i'm still not sure i still think you will see the 1200 hours but he's not maybe he can't sustain a big long run into the yeah. race taj might have to look for gaps um but that form is just and it's been hitting the line really nicely that form is just significantly superior mm-hmm. um and astro warrior is the other one with the different form lines uh, nice win against early queen where the seas parted and then uh, it was really good. Bit of bad luck. Probably early stages of the straight and plotted nicely to the line around cold chisel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that type of form is just it's better than most of these platinum races. But, um, yeah, this is the race we've been waiting for for Halitorian, So, do, do you think Brad had many takers at 320? 320. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I love that one. I, I knew he'd go on something short too. He can't sit there and cheer for it when he's gone up seven or eight bucks and we've all uh, – I reckon the, honestly reckon it'll be – I reckon late Betfair. Mm-hmm. Um, we might even 
see a little price. I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm not too perturbed. I'm really happy attacking this race as an owner. But um, yeah, main thing is that Cole Potter's there with his denim jacket on. <laughs> that's that's the most important part about this race for me. So um, yeah, it looks messy speed map too. Glasgow yeah. girls been missing the kick. So if it's going to get to the top, it's going to have to do so much work. And then Wild Front's, Wild Front. Wild Front's been missing the kick as well. It's last few. So who's um, on Wild Front? Bo. Bo. Oh, okay. So she'll be out. She'll be upset that she's not an Alatorian this week. Mm. Pretty happy we got Clint, by the way. I'm uh, a little bit happy with the uh, the uh, jockey appointment there. Uh, Bow Road Alatorian, a ten out of ten last yeah, day. I she should did. I should mention that absolute yeah. ten out of ten. So um, yeah, open race, open race outside of that. But uh, look, if I didn't have a runner in the race, I think probably those two, Astro Warrior, maybe even leading or leaders back, and Forest War from last is the mm -hmm. best form lines. But Halatorian gets the jockey, gets the map. Uh, we don't know if he swims. We probably don't know if a lot of these swim, to be honest. Um, yeah, hopefully it's happy Halatorian day. Good luck. What did you think of Deus? First nah, up. no good. No. Nah, no good. Happy to take on Deus. He can beat me. Mm -hmm. Stable's flying. Stable's, yeah. stable's betting too. And it's a sessions, uh, it's a sessions mare. So she'll she'll get the conditions. Um, I'm definitely not saying she can't win because she's got the former and the right horses. Yeah, last absolutely. Prep. Yeah. But um, she won't get me off that first up run. But stable is going real good. And the stables, as I said, they're happy to have a bet at the moment. There's one going around today um, at Pinjara. Mm -hmm. Two, uh, what's it called? Sorry. Uh, Bird's the word. What's the early move? Uh, nine to about 270, 280. It's a proper. It's a pro in saying that, I think it went up overs and Lucy's went up unders. So right. the mark is just, and there's no other horses in the race. The mark's just correcting itself. But um, yeah, let's gallivant. Well supported one. Dan mm -hmm. Pierce gave probably a good push on when he was interviewed by that Michael Peter. Right. He gave that a really good push. Um, I didn't listen, unfortunately. Um, and that's uh, that one well. I think I got probably confused with Polissier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I got my time again, maybe I might find the winner. But um, yeah, what do you think? Halatorian wins? Uh, yeah, off his first up run, you've got the, the better draw with the top jock on board, ticks a lot of boxes for me. I would have thought that from a, from a map uh, form point of view, Astro Warrior would be your biggest threat. Mm -hmm. uh, just with the run it's going to get, it's going to get a similar run to what it enjoyed. First up, it just depends whether. Um, where the wild front and falls back in its lap if it get, if it gets to the top. Um, I'd, I'd love to see him kick up and lead if I was, yeah. if I was an Astro Warrior. Yeah, do you really want to get connection? No, hundred percent. And I, I reckon Astro Warrior's best runs have been when they're able to roll. Yeah. And Astro Warrior has gone really nicely on the um, on the wet stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So that so. was what I was sort of thinking. If um, uh, Forest Wall getting back from twelve Taj on twelve hundred just doesn't a lot needs to go. Doesn't right. yeah, it doesn't really get me. What about bread, bread to flirt? I thought um, the way that again Jamie's going uh, down in weight. Brad Palmer's we're going to get a, a suitable run in transit. Going to be thereabouts, but yeah, it's going to be Halatorian has to be the horse to beat and um, biggest danger Astro Warrior to me. Yeah, no, nah, the bread to float can win, but uh, it's always going to be below my price. That wise cracker class one that's coming out of is, is not going to be good form going forward, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a horse that's probably better in the wet as well. And yeah. as you said, they're up and about. So good luck. There are a few, few stables. race as an owner. A few stables that have, uh, that have um, turned a corner. Yeah, hit a bit of form, which mm. is good. Race four is the Vale. Stephen Ryan, yep. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> Strictly cash, cash only. Um, Race four is a Vale Bob Weston handicap, twenty one hundred meters. A lot of these horses um, squaring off again after 
sort of uh, yeah. crossing swords regularly recently. Reliable star, of course, on the quick backup. Bold success is racing so well for uh, the Jimmy Taylor, Team Taylor yard there and a uh, couple others are uh, going around and Sunsphere on the, what's he on the... Uh, Three runs, three or three four, day three back day backup. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, there was a horse that I, I feel as though that you were tracking closely. Mm. Our oh, Norman, wrong race. Is this the wrong, right? Is this the right no, race for our Norman? Wrong race, wrong jockey. Okay. Uh, I think you're wasting. Nucky's not going all that well since he's been back. You don't get a claim. I was actually. This will sound really funny the way I've been potting him. I was actually flat. I didn't see Brandon Louise's name on him. <laughs> yeah. Just to just to go the front and roll along. But no, the big reason I don't like our Norman is let the dust fly. Yeah. He's being a bit of a uh, I want to lead at all cost type setup at the moment, and um, and that yard's had some success with his family in the wet as well. So I can't imagine that they'd want to do anything differently. Um, and then you got Barra Magic from ten. Are we going to see a mid race move mm-hmm. and those horses up front? They're going to be questions. So look at our Norman. If it was twenty to one, would have got me each way. But eight nine dollars. That's that's pretty pretty short. So our Norman will win one soon. I just think it will find a race there's plenty it's it's a really nice horse our Norman that last run was was great so looks like bold success for me though um five bucks is right about right I think it probably starts about that um yeah it's just not a race I'm excited about I'm not backing reliable star three weeks in a row Taj going on goes back to last it's not going to get my money so, uh, last Crescent last City, Saturday reliable star was winkers on Today, uh, this sad day, winkers off, blinkers on. So yeah. they're doing a fair bit of tinkering for a horse that had one. It's two previous. So um, I wonder what they must be sort of scratching their heads a little bit with Reliable Star, just with her racing pattern where she just dropping the bit. Yeah, a bit, loses, loses a bit of yeah. interest at a key moment in the race. A step so. up 100 metres helps back to the 21 rather than the two. But yeah, no, not, not a race I'm too excited about. If Crescent City stays, it'll be hard to beat. But um, it's only go over a, over a staying journey in second to Kia or a Kutu. I, I find it funny the stable haven't gone back to a staying trip. For me, that suggests they, they don't think it will get the journey, but yeah. I just think at this point of its campaign, it's, it's the obvious move to to have a little look at the at the 2100. But uh, yeah, look, bold success is the only one slightly above my price. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy staying out and seeing what Betfair throws up late. Bold success. I was... Uh 420 bold success. That was so. four bucks flat. Yeah. But a very all my markets are very unconfident. Well, you, you, you said that at the start. You sort yep. of just, just giving yourself a bit of leeway. Wriggle, wriggle room there. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Okay. So, yeah, it's the way that that horse bold success is competing and um, enjoying its racing at the moment over a journey gets, gets that uh, advantage, weight advantage over Reliable Star there from their last meeting. So, bold success is uh, on top for me. Um, yeah, um, I think that this is this is his race on Saturday. Yep. The key with bold success, you've got two other leaders. So I was yep. probably going to have to take a sit again, which is always a little concern, I think, with bold success in regards to Lacta got it to settle. Great last start, and that was wonderful. And it had – I always worry about backing a horse after they have every chance yeah. as well. Yeah. Just, yeah, bold success, if it fights cash – Yeah, It was stiff, a bit stiff, yeah. Yeah. Reliable stuff. Yeah, like, Maginica could be considered stiff too, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just – yeah, it's a type of race where if, if it pulls or, or fights cash for a second, it's it's brown, it's brown bread. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, five bucks is over my price, but there's probably going to be better spots to dive in heavy at five bucks. But try and tell me that after Halatorian's won and I'm in the having some free froffies that I'm not going to have a bit of a pop <laughs> and I'll probably take 360. So, yeah, anyway. All right, let's take a break. It's mastermind time, Terry. Mundaring Hotel, Dubbo Racing Mastermind. Jimmy Stewart versus Christian Hawkins. All happening and we're back after the break. All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing 
Mastermind competition. That's correct, Terry. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Uh, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Is Butchie an apparition? Uh, Butchie is not in apparition. Oh, yeah. That would have been fitting. Yeah, mm. it would have been fitting, actually. Yeah, he deserves it. Could a, be the missing link. He deserves a winner. Be a Butchie. good part of the movie, though. He would be. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise, apparently. That's yeah, Tommy Cruise. <laughs> theory, a, a, chain, a chain smoking Tommy Cruise, you reckon? <laughs> so Butchie's just got back from holiday. So he is he's back on deck, on his big deck, mm. actually. So feeds, flutters. Froffies, everything, it's all happening up at the Mundaring. So if you get a chance, drop in and uh, let Butchie know that you're a 1-1 listener, an avid 1-1 listener, and he'll uh, give you the red carpet treatment. So um, we better welcome back our carryover mastermind, knocked off Potsy Cole Potter, 3-0. Very, very comprehensive victory. Jimmy Stewart, you're back. Yeah. How you going? <laughs> good, mate. <laughs> Very good. How does it feel to uh, – how's the last week been as the WA Racing Mastermind? Oh, it was a very easy victory. I wouldn't uh, rave too much about it. <laughs> Not getting too carried away? No, no. no. <laughs> if, I, if, I beat, if I beat someone like Toby Dunn, I'd be uh, pretty proud of myself, but <laughs> – well, yeah. you're only a few weeks away. If you yeah. can get on a little bit of a run, we might uh, have to put you up against Mr. Dunn. Yeah, the gatekeeper. A bit of a, the gatekeeper. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right. Tell you what, though, I reckon we've got some pretty main competition for him today, BJ. Yeah, we had a chat to the Hawk earlier in the show, and he's uh, he's been on hold, waiting to um, bounce out of the machine and have another crack at the mastermind. Christian Hawkins, welcome back for another go. How we going, fellas? Yeah, good, mate. We just had a chat, so we don't need to say hello again. But um, <laughs> I thought that was. <laughs> thought I'd, I thought I'd throw a little. Rip I, don't, I don't know how you edit this into the show. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> I'm not techie like that. I'm just, you know, just an old Queens Park knockabout. You know. Uh, so, so how, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? How's the confidence levels heading into this? Are you, um, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to be zero and two, Christian. Well, there's a chance. Like at the end of the day, I'm not the smartest bloke going around, so you know, I, I don't, I don't hold great high hopes. You know. Yeah, but but Hall, we'll, we'll talk to you after after a bit. But there are a couple of there are a few shrewd mastermind type operators running around Headland, though, aren't they? How can we get those fellas on the show? Well, I put them to the sword not that long ago, and uh, it seems that their bark is a lot. Their their, their bark is a lot stronger than their bite because mm. when it comes to uh, come to the crunch, they uh, all went running for cover. Yeah. I found that, actually. We have found that, haven't we, BJ? Yes. That people are um, all in all, they're pissed weak. <laughs> I think yeah, they're like, oh, I would have got, really got that. I would have got that. Yeah, Which is why it's tremendous that uh, James Stewart, Christian Hawkins, they, they keep coming back to the mastermind exactly to, right. to have a go and uh, put it all out on the line there. So, Hawk, yeah. Hawk, I think you ran into Timmy Gears the last time you were on. You've got mm. Jimmy Stewart today and um, you both know how to play, so let's get stuck in. Your names are your buzzers and to be crowned this week's mastermind. You'll, of course, need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. And I think it's back to you, Terry. All right. Challenger, are you ready? Ready. <laughs> well, I'm the challenger, aren't I? <laughs> Jimmy, oh. Jimmy, you're the champ. Come on, Jimmy. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm used to being the challenger. It's, 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 hey, it's one, we'll just, call it, we'll just give you the win now and call it quits, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, oh, dearie me. Mastermind. This one's you, Jimmy. Are you ready? Yes. 
Okay. Let's go. Three, two, one. I'm a filly whose career is still very much in its infancy. I share a first name with a famous female aviator and my last name with a famous female singer-songwriter uh, who my personal favourite song of hers is Hands. <laughs> I'm undefeated in my three career starts to date, already amassing over $400,000 in prize money. Nobody has got within two lengths of me on race day. Paddy Carberry has piloted me in James. All- James. Amelia's Jewel. It is Amelia's Jewel. Jewel. Very good. I can't believe Holt didn't get the Jewel yeah, reference. Yeah, oh, yeah, the so. aviator. The aviator got me. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> oh. Come on, mate. Fair dinkum. He's just a Queen's Park knockabout, mate. Doesn't know that kind of stuff. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy's off to a flyer. That is a cracking song, though, Jewel yeah. Hands. Yes. yes. You're okay. <laughs> Don't you worry, because worry is wasteful and useless at times. Like I've actually you. got that song on my playlist. Oh, it's a cracker, know. isn't it? Yeah. Say it was tailored towards you. All right. One come on. All right. Question two. <clears throat> Jimmy and the Hawk. Name the West Australians who currently sit first, second, and third on this season's Australian Jockey Premiership. James. James. Chris Parnham, Clint Johnson Porter, and this is just a wild guess. Uh, Lactar Ramola. Incorrect. Hawk, feel the steal. <sighs> Chris Parnham, Clint Johnson Porter, uh, Sean McGrady. Incorrect. Uh, I think the key to that, mm. I actually don't know the answer, but I, I, the key to that was uh, it wasn't uh, based in WA. It was Western Australian jockey. So uh, number, th- number three. Who's, of course, in five. front is William the Will- Wizard. Yes, Hi. the Hun- Wizard. 189 winners he's ridden across the nation this season thus far. Uh, CJP sitting second and Chris Parnham currently third. Not, not, a bad, not a bad effort. Three West Australians, top three Australian That's wide. Very impressive. You know what Meatloaf said, though? Two out of three ain't bad, boys. All right, next question. Jeez, I, was, I, was, I was putting some wind in shooters, and he'll be happy about that one. <laughs> <laughs> he he, I was going to say, he hasn't, had on, he hasn't had that many rides, let alone winners. He might be happy for a day. <laughs> All righty. HG Bolton sprint winners. Impressive stats and Rebel King were prepared by which trainer? Hawk. James. Hawk. Darren McCullough. Ah, Hawks on the board. Bang. Someone someone stop him. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. One, one. Also the name of this podcast. McCavity will have start 75 in the Roeburn Cup this Saturday. Who was his first Western Australian-based trainer? James. James. Dan Morton. Ah, very good. Very impressive. It yeah. was Danny Morton. Danny one, Morton. Uh, one at $1.80 for William Pike at his first start for for Danny. Uh, and that was only his first start in WA because he came from Queensland, I believe. So um, hopefully McCavity doesn't spoil the apparition party on Saturday. Two. One. Two James. One. Multiple choice. Which of these now licensed trainers rode Zesta? to win the 2012 Bolton Sprint. Mitch Pateman, Ryan Hill, or Campbell McCallum? James. James. Campbell McCallum. That is correct. <laughs> it's a 
He's good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Jared Noski. Uh, it was Campbell McCullum for Dan Morton, Zesta, the 2012 Bolton Sprint. James Stewart, you are once again Too the strong. mastermind. Too strong. 3 1, James. <laughs> Thank you. Very well done. How does it feel? Oh, it's good that I've got it done. <laughs> I didn't know. Thank you, Christian. No worries, mate. I reckon. I reckon. I reckon. Just a little tip. Next next week, maybe over Red Bull before you come on the show. <laughs> Whoever whoever you play, you'll blow them away. (laughs) So very, very cool, calm and collected is our man, Jimmy Stewart. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, Jimmy, where where are you in the the world at the moment? uh, There's a rumour sweeping the track that you're you're somewhere in the goldfields. Any truth to the rumour? Yeah, I'm in the goldfields at the moment. Um, I'm actually staying the weekend. My uncle's got four runners on Sunday, so uh, he's got a couple in uh, Lindsay Smith's name, so hopefully a couple winners there. Very good, very good. Um, good chances then to Lindsay, so hopefully you can uh, try and, a couple, and get a couple winners up for Lindsay. Very good, mate. Uh, congratulations once again, James. Thanks for coming on. You'll be back next Thursday to defend your title as WA Racing Mastermind. Christian, you've got bigger fish to fry. Apparition in the Roeburn Cup this Saturday. And, of course, Ella Fella in the Harding Cup earlier in the day. How could we forget? Best of luck to you, Toddy, Nadia, and all the team up there. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it can be three straight for the Comeback King, Apparition. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Well done, Hawk. Jimmy, we'll talk to you next Thursday. Cheers, guys. Have a good weekend. See you, mate. Jimmy Stewart, <clears throat> he's done it again. He has, yeah. 3-0 so and 3-1. Yes, yeah, he certainly has. I need a moment to compose myself there. <laughs> oh, did me with that. The Red Bull comment absolutely <laughs> did me. Like that absolutely <laughs> did me. Uh, oh, shit. All right. Hawk, Hawk might have lost the battle, but he might have won the war there, <laughs> I reckon. But uh, I tell you what, no, it's a dominant display. So we're, uh, I reckon we're going to go to um, we're going to go to one of our – well, unless we get someone to throw their hand up during the week, I reckon we um, go to uh, an early stopper for Jimmy because he's looking uh, ominous. Yeah, he's looking ominous. Isn't he? Too straight, remembering that uh, if you somehow manage to get four straight, then you will run into one of our uh, elite masterminds, the best of the best, either yes. Toby Dunn or – Jay Rooney. So, but you have to get to four before you encounter one of the gatekeepers. Yeah, Jimmy's, due to have Jimmy's on. on two. The train. Fraser. Yeah. Yes. The train's due back. Yes, he? he is. All aboard? Yeah. 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 It's time. It is time, I reckon. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Train's left the station, I think. It's time. All right. Jimmy Stewart, another $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel is on the way. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back on episode 135 next week for another edition of the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind. Bit of comedy there in the Mastermind, Guru, but uh, we are back for the important stuff here. It's race five. It's the free entry to Belmont Park. What? Yeah. yeah. How, how much longer can they keep rolling with this? What? I can't believe that. Mm. How are they making any money? I'll be there this week. That's ten bucks in front. That's ten bucks more I can have on Vital Flirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What did you think of there? That was good. I, I was surprised it didn't go off earlier. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised it didn't go off earlier. But uh no, I liked some of the uh the comeback ones. I liked Brad's 
Uh, you saw Brad's one, the black and white photo with yeah. the uh, in a war zone. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my gonna get producer Jen to. I've got an idea for a for a meme okay. using that photo. Can we get it made into a, a t-shirt? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it up. I'll get it up to tonight or tomorrow. Um, get I love the emotions of horse racing. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw. I love the emotions. As Cripper said on the day, he said, uh, "What do you say? One of his favorite uh, moments at the track, just the theater of it all. Was, uh, incredible." <laughs> so those I, those of you who don't know who we're talking about, do uh, Daniel Cripps, friend of the show. Uh, took took some a uh, couple of photos of Terry after bottle flirt got beat in a photo two, and week, I had two a, weeks I ago. I backed it for my best ever result on an individual race. I'll make, I had a really good go. As soon as the heavens opened up, it was yeah. a yeah. I thought it was a so you could you have bought, difficult to bought one of the apartments over the road off the plan? No, we could have bought the building <laughs> just about. So yeah, we probably renamed it. So the, Cooper the put the photos on. Cooper put the photos on Twitter, I think it was last Friday, and it uh, took off like wildfire. Mm -hmm. You were trending there for a while, Greg. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, lucky it's free entry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You cannot go wrong. Exactly right. Uh, Three-year-old, 60-plus, uh, 1,400 mm. metres. Um, this is a good race for dissection. It is a good race for dissection because mm. we have a uh, 14-horse field, but several of the fancies have, have drawn interesting barriers, so that makes the speed map quite uh, quite fascinating. Um, but what, then again, as you often say, like if it's a, if it's a heavy, sometimes the, the speed maps can get thrown out the window um, a little bit. So obviously we have Frigid, uh, up-and-comer from this recent white operation, with Michael Grantham, it's one of his last three, two from two this prep. Neuro King, very, very promising customer from the Jimmy Taylor yard, Lacta Romilly keeps the ride there. Um, there's a few other horses that have got a bit of form to that we need to cover as well. Mm -hmm. But um, what's your first thought on the uh, the free entry to Belmont Park? Uh, well, first of all, Great initiative by Belmont Park, the free entry. Um, I don't know if we've touched hats, on hats off. <laughs> That's off to Belmont Park. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to look to take on Nero King mm -hmm. um, down to the 1400. I thought it got an absolute perfect ride from Lacto, who now no longer can use his claim to win that race. So we'll look to take on Nero King here. Uh, it's been a great preparation. They'll be very happy with what they've seen from him, but uh, yeah. he's going to be under my price throughout. Um, Frigid has got two 10 out of 10. Two 10 out of 10 steers, BJ. Yeah, that was um, a cracker from Lacto the other day. Yeah, absolutely. Beat Rogues Point, who hasn't won a race um, since Essendon won a final, and that's one for you, Boccato, Justin. <laughs> Bloody Heppel. Heppel's got another contract, <laughs> Bocca, by the way, so uh, <laughs> happy days for uh, Bombers supporters. Dear me. And last up, while Frigid was a, a nice enough win, mm. have a look at the horse that ran second. It was held up. It got through, like, Conquered Zones run second, and it was a, like, pretty unlikely lucky second yep. and then the third horse was speedy miss on the wrong part of the track and speedy miss has come out and pretty much not gone that great last week so no. um look i think frigid can win it's the one with the upside but it's always going to be under my price i'm happy to take it on from barrier 14 here bj that's how i'm going to look at this race so mm -hmm. the plan is to take on the two favorites um this is probably the one race I disagreed with Brad when he went up this morning. He had uh, $12 Catalpa and $16 Seduce Me, and they they were sort of back-yourself type prices. Yeah. Um, I've got Seduce Me about 7 or 8 bucks, so not interested at the 8 bucks it is um, at the moment. But, um, yeah, Catalpa's the one I think we'll go with BJ. It's a horse. I know that you like mm -hmm. as well. Um, really good runs, last preparation. Can land on speed or just behind the speed. First up was a month between trial and race and um, 
It was a month between trial and race. Got caught deep. Was only beaten three and a half. So I think it probably needed that run as did, well. Did it tough, yeah. Exactly right. Can either stalk the speaker and kick through and lead. I reckon it's not a complete impossibility to kick through and lead here, but it either lands first or third, I reckon, most likely third in the run. Um, because of uh, Lactar losing the claim and Frigid winning, Frigid goes up five. Catalpa goes up one and a half. So mm -hmm. it's a three and a half kilo swing. There's fitness, there's barrier. Um, I think Catalpa almost deserves favoritism over Frigid here. Um, barrier one's always a worry yeah. in these wet conditions. But I'm, yeah, I'm trying not to be too harsh on the barriers. So no apology win from an inside run in very similar conditions. So I think if you can handle it, you can handle it. Yeah. And it's earlier in the day. It's only race five. It's not race eight. So, um, yeah, Catalpa is the one for me. Yeah, I'm with you with Catalpa. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. From the um, just just was just caught in an awkward spot first up, and just sort of boxed on. And um, improvement post that run. Team Williams a better draw. The favourites drawn. Do you really want to be taking those kind of prices? About I don't know. It just feels like the the favourites are a little bit on the thin side. Yep. Full field. Even um, even if you look at the next sort of line of favourites, Magnificent mm -hmm. Andy, Taj from thirteen, like, and it's 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 only a couple of points longer than Catalpa. Yep. Um, who's next in line? Kentucky Blue, big weight swing. If you like near yeah, King, was, you've got to like to you've got to like Kentucky Blue. That's where I was about to go next. Uh, and actually. I don't. Not secret. I'm not about nine ten bucks. Um, what's it about fourteen? That's yep. that's not the end of the world for a horses upside. And then you're next in line. Line, you're talking noble, noble who, born, won a, yeah. who won a maiden so um yeah catalpa for me i'm happy to have something i want to be nine bucks at the moment yeah catalpa for me as well if you wanted to i was about to say if you wanted to operate away from the the main fancy the main market fancy at the moment i thought kentucky blue gets a good map gets a good weight swing against uh, nero king and I, I feel as though kentucky blue wasn't very far away at all in the aquanita two starts ago and then just got, might be one that's getting on our guard a little bit yeah the improvement in kentucky blue yep yeah, so I feel as though that's going to get the right run. It's got a good, good uh, map situation there. So fuel position makes sense for Kentucky Blue, especially at the price. And not secret, um, that was finished third in a very, very fast race by Stipper Richer and Ain't No Other Man. Second up, like forget it went around first up. Have you noticed that Belmont sometimes when you get caught back and wide and yeah, it's you like- you're never in it. it you're just yeah. never in it. You, just look, you look very poor, but you haven't actually gone all that badly. Exactly. I think there's a, could have been a few examples of that recently. If you Even if you go back as far as um, Star Trade's first run for Dan Morton, it was mm -hmm. just, just in those positions. It looks like you're almost uncompetitive, yep. but it's just the, the shape- That's when it's good to look at the last two times yep. as well, and you're going and you've run the second or third or so, even the quickest last So we two. sort of flagged the improvement from Not Secret uh, on last the last show that um, we previewed on, so um, I think I think not secret is the sort of horse who can a bit of positivity. I think from Sean McGrady from seven can see not secret well positioned and have a bit of a field position advantage over some of the main fancies as well. So, um, but I'm I'm alongside Terry here, like Catalpa, and if you're looking for something a bit away, maybe uh, Kentucky Blue or. Um, or not secret. What price are you, Catalpa? I was uh, I was five dollars Catalpa. <laughs> What were you? On the dot. Five dollars? On the dot. Yeah. yeah. On the yeah. dot. I'm eleven fifty Nero King. That's probably I'm I'm actually five dollars frigid too, and I even feel like I'm a little short there. That was by I felt like I had to probably keep it in the market. Um it's eight dollars seduced me. Eight dollars, not secret. Mm -hmm. Upwards others. Uh export man, I think, is going a little bit better than its numerical form suggests. I just don't know where its next win's coming from, that's all. So Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's curtains for export man. I think there's another win or two, um, especially with the all the points that he's been dropping. Yeah, actually I think he's run don't know if this is last it. last Saturday's run was 
was a bit better than it yeah. looks on paper. No, so, I agree. Uh, Catalpa happy, Catalpa day. Race six is the Amelia Park Handicap, rating 72 plus, 1,400 metres. And what do we do with a horse by the name of All Day Session? I'm not too um – I'm forgiving. I'm very forgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think Ashley would keep him going if he wasn't right. Yeah. So I'm very much in the – there's no queries for me in that sense. Um, the queries you can have uh, with the map or with the 1,400 metres um, kind of beat uh, Brave Dream. They're the queries you can have, but I'm going to suggest we're going to have all-day session at close to its best. That's mine. Looking at the early money, that <laughs> there might be a few uh, people in the Mailey camp that agree with me as well. Yeah. So, oh, hang on. Geez, I just said you. We stopped and had some food. I said, "Oh, geez, all day session to three ninety. It's gone six to three ninety, back to five. So what it, usually that means, BJ, is mm-hmm. somebody's got a marked account. It's yeah. gone bang, and then that recorrects itself. So interesting, um, <clears throat> very interesting. Yeah. Well, just we, we were super. Both of us were super keen all day session last start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stewards report reads race keenly in the early and middle stages. Returned having cast its off. For plate, I got a photo of that sent to me privately as well. Doesn't look good. Not so, good. Yeah, proper ex- proper excuses. Yeah. So the rider reported rah rah rah. Horse hung out, and the post race vets exam revealed it to be slightly lame in the off four. But um, money Mailey, not to be deterred. Two weeks later, he's back again. Sean McGrady retains the mount. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to, to the 1,400 metres where ridden quiet, two starts ago by CJP, almost got over the top of Star Trade in uh, in for, um, similar similar sort of setup, but it was carrying three and a half kilos less. So all day session, um, forgiveness will be tested uh, by most punters on Saturday. What did you make of Brave Dream? I thought that second up run uh, was very encouraging, but it is 1,600 back to 1,400, which is not really one of your goes. No, it's definitely not one of my goes, but um, yeah, they're they're the two for me, BJ. Yeah. I, I'm just cleared out with them, like panels mm. on the rest. I really like Chili's hot back up to the fourteen hundred suitable, but it's going to probably be out trying to out sprint all day session. And even at fourteen hundred, I feel like all day session is just going to be a better horse. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and flying missiles, the other one in the market. I, it's a thin I, race, isn't it? Really? It is a thin race. Yeah. I know it's a very thin race, and flying missile. To me, it's just under the odds at that price. I, look, it was good last week, but Chris Parnham gave it a 10 out of 10. They're, they're probably going to have to own it here and lead, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they – it's not a horse they want to own it with and do that with. So, um, yeah, I do think you Flying Missile goes do you, okay. Do I don't you think wanna, it's that good. Do you want to be on Flying Missile if it leads, though? That's the thing. That's – yeah, exactly yeah. right. So, otherwise, it's probably blow me out that comes across. But the lack yeah. of speed in this is a concern. Um, it also the chance all-day session because it jumps so well, ends up breeze or something. Yeah. Like, don't know. It's a it's a sticky one, but look, all day session um, is a swimmer. I'm forgiving it. I think it's the best, maybe the best horse in this race. Brave Dream could be the best horse in this race. Um, clearly, Spotty thinks so because he's grabbed his favourite toy. <laughs> um, that's how he punts. He gives it a good squeeze when he wants something on. Um, yeah, I just think they've got panels on the rest. I like Blazing Away as a horse, but I don't think first up this is the go. Um, it swims. I don't think it's it's up to the 72 plus. You know, it's a big step up in grade. So Brave Dream, I'm, I'm worried about the 1400 all day session. I'm worried about the 1400 to some degree, um, but they're both swim. Um, yeah, it's, it's just those two for me. I'm $3.40 the pair of them. I, I wanted to get all day session shorter than mm-hmm. Brave Dream, but it was the barrier one thing and the fact all day session with the map and does it end up in the breeze and obviously that's going to be a major concern over the 1400. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's just, a proper just, swimmer though. Just, just They're getting, both proper swimmers. Just getting 
Sean McGrady to get him to settle as well all day yeah. session. That, so. I think you need to have a mindset out of the gate. It can't be a try and find a spot. It yeah. has to be dead quiet or own that you're going to go forward. Yeah, you've got to come out ice cold. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I think ice cold is what you'd want to see. Mm-hmm. So, and if, if it does fight and find some issues, I think it's brave dream. But I always worry about popping into one after one good run after sort of losing its form, but you do trust the yard. It's a 72 Raider and a 72 plus barrier one, Clint Johnston Porter. Yes, it will be raining. Um, but again, we saw winners on the fence. It doesn't mean just because you're on the fence doesn't mean you can't win. So, yeah. But you can get a better assessment of that by the day. If the fence is absolutely horrid, um, then all day session becomes um, the bigger lean. But I don't know what the money does, BJ. I'm a bit confused which way the money comes here um and it's not a day where you want to be backing one at 450 saving at four dollars so much you know just because of the conditions do you want to be because that's a pretty high outlay type race so yeah each their own but I, I really do think it's a two out in the quaddy job and um they're the two i'll be focusing on i'd love to back and save all day session brave dream or dutchman yeah. two dollars <coughs> fifty or something yeah the two had a mark the same uh slightly into brave dream i think yeah yeah. I couldn't decide who my yeah. – yeah, so I just left him the same. Yeah, slightly slight lean to Brave Dream. Just all, all day session for, for me in this setup has to be ridden, ridden quiet by Sean because I think if he gets – if he gets, has to be a snag out the gate. Yeah, because if he gets yeah. um, there's no speed early because of, of the no speed thing, I think that just – it just drains some of his weapons away from him. So whereas a horse like Brave Dream would just sort of fall out and, you know um, – be strong late so um brave dream just a very marginal leaning and also the the uh you'd also say the, the lack of speed won't suit a horse 1600 down to 1400 potentially as well so mm. there's so many ways you can look at it where you're taking them both on so yeah as much as i've, I've got them cleared out like you do i I, um, I have a little bit of trepidation in regards to the setup if there was a real natural leader in the race i'd feel better about the race mm. and so we knew they were going to go along so one, um, one last question what did you make of the West Australian debut from Bumper Blast comes out of a Bofine where it was sort of $31 SP but bigger elsewhere. Uh, didn't mind it, didn't, didn't mind its trial. How's the Serenity at Lark Hill? Yeah. Sort of never, never got out, but um, I don't know. It just it feels like a horse who could who could be improving in a thin race. So, yeah, um, but it's got two and a half kilos more than all day sessions, six and a half more than Brave Dream. Mm. Reckon you'll find both will end up being better horses with less weight. So, yeah, yeah, it's a for me, it was about a $25 chance. Okay, beats well, me, it beats me. Yep. All right, race seven is the Crown Perth Handicap uh, graduation, 1,400 metres. How about this? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) 16. I saw Brad's tweet last night, and that's fairly fairly accurate, Bradley. 16 plus three, and the horse that uh, Terry was very eager to get involved with last Saturday, Benji's, is can't even get a start in this race. No, a bit bit harsh, actually, really, on Benji's, the way it's uh, Rocky Pass racing out of its grade, and um, not by much. I'd say Rocky Path can't really race in its grade unless it goes to one of those ratings races Mm -hmm. at York or whatnot. But, um, yeah, yeah, tough one. BJ. Um, multinational have marked basically what it is, about five bucks. Yep. Um, has, are, has to be the, the, has the, to the be. starting point. Yeah, it has to be. There's not a huge amount of speed in this. Castillo del Lago might come across and lead, so multinational can stalk or pop to the breeze. Okay. But there isn't a huge amount of other speed in this, which is probably suitable for multinational. Um, last time it was at 1,400 on a heavy deck. It took it pushed uh, Search and Rocks and um, – yeah, I think sometimes when you go to big, deep field like this, you go looking and searching and you get a bit wild. But multinational has got that run on the board and this is the same condition, so that's a pretty that's a pretty big push. But in saying that, I'm 
But if I'm marking one 440, 450, which I have on Saturday, I'm probably not backing it unless I'm getting $6. Even then, I'm not necessarily backing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll wait and assess the day. That If it was $7, $8 now, I'd probably have a bet. But um, yeah, I'll wait and have a look. If the inside pad's horrible, then we just steer clear. But uh, if the emergency two gets a run, that'll be me each way. Um, a little flat. Yeah, that'll yep. back itself if, if it gets a run, but it doesn't look like it will at this stage. Uh, yeah. My fury, I'm seven bucks. It's nine. Um, I'm, I think it was actually going better last start. And I watched the head on. I don't think it got much running room at all mm. and then gave it up. Um, last time out, the blinkers go back on, which have tended to be quite beneficial. Uh, if Frigid wins, Conquered Zone is yep. pretty well in. Like, it's going really well. It's in career best by panels. Uh, there's been early money Speedbird. There's lots of money for the Pierce horses at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Savinick's doing nothing wrong. Paris and George are suited with the senior back on. The wide gate's not an issue. Just get wide and central. But is this going to be a race you can come from last in with the lack of speed in it? That's definitely a query. Wine night, um, it can improve sharply if ridden aggressively and forward. Um, but I don't know if it's ready to, to win one. It can just affect the speed map. Miss Maranta was a good winner. First up, Summer Dixon realistically should be fitter. Mm-hmm. And realistically, go far better in the wet as well. So, um, yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a couple of scratchings and we can have something to flirt each way. I'm going to take on. Benji's had a few issues last week and it was scratched. That's that's uh, usually uh, a recipe to take it on. But, geez, it's nearly 30 to 1. Abrasion and swelling to near four. Yeah, that's for me, that's just a steer clear top job. But what price was I, Benji's? Yeah, it's 30 to 1. I'm 20. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, dearie me. Tough. Super tough. Yeah. It's the second leg of the. Quad. Yeah. Um, Little yeah. Flirt's the one for me, but I have to – yeah, I'll be waiting to see if it gets a run. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not going to back a horse that won't run. Yeah, multinational makes um, – has to be the starting point, $5 in my market, mm-hmm. uh, upwards others from there. I – exposed recent exposed form um, – Form lines map uh, conquered zone has to be has to be a winning winning chance. Um, despite what it's done, it's sort of a bit of a I don't know. It was a bit of bit of a sort of a gunner in previous preparations, but knocked off. Yeah, you know, one first up, and then it sort of peeled ground off frigid second up. So it has to be in the mixed. Um, even I don't even I don't think a horse like Mr. Mount Walker could could run a race with from the map it's going to get. And um, the, the position in running that it finds itself, but this is just wildly tough. The horse that I was going to make a maddie before I, I just saw that it's um, it's trimmed up recently. Speedbird, get back, run on, type horse, informed Trials stable. Are pretty flat, aren't they? Yeah, but it's it's form last prep suggests it could has to be respected in a, in a race like this. But starting point has to be multi, multinational, and then I, I feel as though Conquered Zone is probably um, the other horse that I'd be focusing on as well. But really, it just seems like a, a race that <clears throat> good race I to find some value. Yeah, you can sort of look outside the outside the obvious there, but um, I don't know. Um, We're just full of confidence and excitement for this one. Yeah, yeah. If if anyone can help us out with race seven on the card, feel free to fire fire us a tweet at the one one pod. But um, Betfair yeah. with, with a full field of six, six yes. things, excuse me, Betfair will throw up some um, pretty big prices. If there is some good money for one of them, you'll see something crazy for a few of them. And yeah, don't be afraid just to set yourself a little market and then look at it late and go, okay, well that's double what I've got it. That's triple what I've got it. Oh, that one's half. I won't buy that. And just back a little. But yeah. So so a little flirt. Gets, mm. gets a run. So currently a little flirt is, is around the $16 mark at the moment. Okay, so listeners, keep an eye on that one. Uh, see if little flirt can squeeze its way into the field. 
really strong second up placing behind Jag the Joker uh, midweek. Um, can elevate off that, certainly. And um, Yeah, just... <laughs> you sound devoid. Well, it just it's a real head-scratcher, this race. As I said, gun to head, multinational, but that's the obvious. Anything outside of that conquered zone? I feel like this race doesn't deserve as tipping the favourite. Like, it's it's almost like it's a wrong thing to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, little flirt each way for me, but multinational, but all of them. All of them. Yeah, all of them. If, yeah, the... the there would be uh, quaddy-wise, what would your suggestion be, Terry? Try and get it. FD? Try and get it. Nah, don't go to the field. <laughs> Show you some tenacity. Oh, okay, have a, I'll give you a couple to, uh, that are way under my price Okay. that I'll be that I'll be taking on. Flicker's Chance is a battler. Um, I'm done with Flicker's Chance for life, so it's a battler. It won't be going in the quaddy. Uh, let me get him in market order. Sorry, just, just give me a moment. So Flicker's Chance out. God. Go Bella was pretty flat last time, but it loves the wet decks. Mr. Mount Walker doesn't win races. I'm happy taking it on. Speedbirds trials were ordinary. Uh, I think Red Dwarf's over the price, actually. I'm 12 Red Dwarf. It's 7 8. You gotta, yeah, you got uh, Oh, geez, I can't take many on, actually. Just just flick his chance. So that, that's probably your bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, my market is actually really similar to what's been lobbed up. So, yeah. Good work, Brad. Yeah. Tough. All right. Let's move on to the feature then. Uh, race eight, the HG Harry Bolton Sprint. Harry. $125,000, 1,200-metre uh, listed feature for the day. Uh, last year was won by Amasensis, flashing late for Simon A and Chris Parnham. Year before that was Red Cant Man, SJ Wolf and Peter, Peter Nucky. Now, SJ Wolf and Peter Nucky combine in this year's edition of the Bolton Sprint with the Spruker. Mm. But um, last start, Bofine, Stakesman and Nero Dio was originally heading for a break, but uh, Steph Bakrinich has opted to um, continue the campaign into the Bolton, so he goes around as the top weight. Caracapo returns. There's a few horses that are coming out of the, uh, that, were, that were good runs in the Bofine as well, who will be better, better suited rising to the 1,200 metres. So bit to pit the cover here in the Bolton. Terry, do you feel as though Houses Serenity can uh, whip across from nine and uh, lead them up? Yeah, this was the big thing about this race uh, that I thought was probably the most um, interesting aspect is all the speed mm-hmm. is gone from the uh, the Bowfine. So, yeah, without, uh, without Mervyn, without Will Chino, without Heavenly Waters. Yes. Heavenly waters, dearie me. Uh, Houses Serenity should be able to get to the top and uh, dominate, and that's where she has proven herself to be at her best. Um, just some worry with Houses Serenity that she beat up on um, the ordinary horses. She beat Guns and Navarro in three. She beat, I think it was Wednesday by five, when Wednesday was deep and really big, dominant, great wins. And then she comes up against Mood Swings over the 1,200, gets the lead pretty nicely, gets reeled in by him, mm-hmm. um, and then falls in against Chantalk when she should have lost. Chantalk should have won that yeah, day. That's true. Um, there was a bunch of other battlers that have run behind them that now are racing in Broome and whatnot. So, like Charlton Eddie. So, um, also on sort of fast tracks as well. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. So, so, she, so, she was able to utilize her, her, her speed and kick off the turn at Ascot and things like that. So, the one time she's been on a heavy deck, she got to lead and um, she was beaten eight, nine lengths. Might have been end of prep run but she's beaten a long way secret plan so there definitely is some concerns but the big thing in her favour is she gets to lead here yeah. um, and there something can be said for being able to lead a horse that can jump run and roll um, in these type of conditions as we saw with Mervyn last week if it's your day it's hard for other horses to pick up and sprint at times so um, she can definitely win she'll be going in my quaddy um, she's under my price uh, look my market was 
the Spruker Hot Z and a rodeo in that order, but very little between them. Um, if Sean McGrady was on the Spruker, I would have probably been 360, 370. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Peter Nucky has ridden the horse and ridden the horse well in the past, but I just, yeah, you just, you just like the familiarity of, of Sean McGrady, who I don't think can make the weight. I'm presuming. Not at the moment, no. I'm presuming. So, uh, yeah, the Spruker's the, I think he'll be popular in betting. Spruker, Hot Z was super coming up along that rail over the unsuitable thousand. I thought that was great. So, Hot Z um, should be in a very similar spot to the Spruker and then Nerodio from the gate should be able to pop in. But Nerodio, I think, is a far better horse over the 1,000 than the 1,200. In saying that, lots of bad luck at the 1,200. A lot of things haven't gone right in and prior 1,200 his, races. His, arguably, he's run fifth, but arguably that Roman Cup run was almost the yep. peak performance of his career. Yeah, just about. So maybe he's building into it and he's going to enjoy it. But the extra weight and the question on the 1,200, the good thing with the map is he should be probably following Hot Z slash the Spruker into the yep. race, which is the ones you want to. So, yeah, no reason he can't win again. He beat them all last time out. So, um, cracking race. I wouldn't ride off. Um, speed map-wise, it's a shock of a resort, man, and outrageous. Yes. Don't know where they get to, whether they try and find a spot. Outrageous won some races going forward over East. So, whether they go f- try and find a spot midfield, outrageous, it's more than capable. It hasn't had much luck in its WA career to date. It's the only one that's actually over my price, and I'm not really looking at backing it, to be honest, but um, I'm shorter than the $15 I saw before. Um, and Resort Man was one of the runs of the race in the um, Bowfine, but it's not a horse that I think they can find a spot with. It probably just has to take its medicine, and I don't think this is a, a race you can come from last because of how good the map looks for the Spruker and Hot Z. So, yep. uh, yeah. Good, good race. Western Temple can run a race. Great again. So look at it. Just reading its numbers are incredible. Mm-hmm. Great again. Belmont, 10 goes, eight wins, two seconds. Um, track and distance, four from four. Yeah, loves the wet. So I just don't know if it's anywhere near its best. That's mm-hmm. obviously the big issue. So, yeah, I, I haven't had a bet, and I doubt I will have one, to be honest, at this stage, BJ. But um, I'll be celebrating Alatorian's win still. So I reckon <laughs> I reckon I might be. <laughs> Good race. The Spruker is who I'll tip, but I'm Spruker for me as well. Yeah, not um, jumping out of my skin. I thought his run first up was super. Gave really. six and a half kilos to Secret Plan. Yeah, favourite was just never on the track mm-hmm. and was just kept coming late. And despite everything against him, he is twenty eight days between runs. But that's that's been more of a programming. Uh, Steve, I don't. Steve wasn't too keen to go back to the thousand of the Bofine, so he's saved him for the Bolton. Uh, gets in well at the weights, all his form, all his Belmont form is outstanding, has wet track form. Um, he raced so well without winning one. Last preparation, just ran into just funny setups and better horses on the day. And um, like he ran into Ukkad Loki, who uh, I think it was 80 to one that day at Pinjar, and then it, it ended up going on and winning a feature cup race so that he just was just wrong time, wrong place for the Spruker and Caracapo's run out of its skin to win a Bunbury Stakes when the Spruker was sort of a sort of a driving second in that race as well. So all his form last preparation despite winning one was outstanding. He uh, His trial was solid. First up run was a good conditioning hit out for this and Matt, everything points towards the, the Spruker being the horse to beat. Hot Z, the obvious Obvious danger for mine. I think it's those two. I don't know if New Radio can give Hot Z four and the Spruker five. It just feels like um, a significant gap um, at this level, weight wise. Oh, weight. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a winner. New Radio and loves Belmont, loves the wet tracks. So he will have plenty of um, admirers as usual. But for me, Spruker on top. Hot Z the big danger.
No, I very much with you. Yeah, the two I'd be mainly focusing on, but um, yeah, just see what Betfair does. Betfair. Betfair, bet smarter and harder. Okay. Um, well, what time is it? Oh, it's already that time of the day. It's time for the for the jackpot. The get out stakes, BJ. Get some help from the dogs today, aren't we? We are. They're chiming in right at the right time. So if you're hearing any uh, rough edits, which you never would because we have the best producer in the business, <laughs> uh, blame the dogs. Um, S T E A K S J A C K P O T. Jackpot. Jackpot. Hundred dollar jackpot this week because uh, the get out stakes didn't go off last week. Remarkable. We haven't had one for a while. So, um, but yes, the get out stakes extremely popular competition brought to you by Market City Meats. Market City Meats, of course, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth out there at the Canning Vale Markets. That's on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, he runs the show. Uh, swing pass, say good day to Timmy and the team. They'll look after you out there at Market City Meats. Plenty of uh, plenty of bargains to be had and lots of uh, lots of gourmet goodness out there from the best in the business. So as I said, no winner last week. So usually there's $50 beef package up for grabs but it's a hundred dollars this saturday so get your entries in early um race nine at belmont this saturday send us a tweet at the one one pod let us know who you think will win decimal winning margin got a couple of non-decimal margins last week terry a bit disappointing mm. but uh hopefully hopefully the uh the listeners will um Fall into line. Just give us the two decimal places. Give yourself the best chance of victory. And if you want to, if you want to increase your chances of victory even further, you got to be first in, Guru. The Sam White rule: first in, best dressed. First in, best dressed. Well, you know, you know who's going to be best dressed on Saturday? Uh, it'll be Cole Potter. I'd suggest. <laughs> <laughs> you think? No. It's just Potsy goes, goes without saying. Dead set. Um, okay, we got the uh, the get out stakes race nine at Belmont this Saturday. Of course, it is the Schweppes handicap rating 66 plus over the 1200 meters. Uh, good little race to finish off a uh, a uh, bottom sprint day on uh, on Saturday. The Schweppes, um, interesting runner here. Peter's Investments, Michael Grantham, the new kid on the block. He's got Sentimental Hero. Only had the two runs last preparation for, for Grant and Alana. William Pike, uh, it's actually Jet Stanley wrote it first up to victory midweek. Came to a Saturday with William Pike on board and knocked off a former Peter's horse at that stage, Sentimental Queen. Sentimental Hero has been off the scene for, uh, this is its first run in 378 days. Oof. Did trial really well at Lark Hill. On the 11th of July, um, comfortably accounted for Arcadia Grace. Arcadia Grace was uh, um, encouraging second at Belmont yesterday. Sentimental Hero gets the draw, but gate four first up with Patrick Carberry on board. Looks a, looks a nice first up assignment for that horse, but there's going to be some some people who uh, will be operating around the horse, around horses like Miss Vasari was a good run. First up, Cold Chisel one uh, with Holly Watson on board. Knocked off Snoop, Dog, Snoop Dogg's favourite horse. Uh, River Rubicon, class three-year-old resuming. Nobel Lawrence has plenty of ability. Warm and fuzzy started favourite, or just about started favourite. Uh, last Saturday's on the quick backup. So, and McCanto, of course, is racing really well for the Ganjimi brothers, amongst others. Um, but I feel as though when you look at this race, you're drawn to a few. Sentimental Hero, River Rubicon, and Miss Vasari. Guru. 
yeah, great race to finish the card. Um, I just think it could go a lot of ways here. Really, I was taken by, I'm not one to back him first up off a year break, but um, that trial, the way it responded when asked for, um, I, that was a serious trial sentimental hero. We mm. know it swims, uh, jump well enough to suggest it can land maybe fifth, sixth. I'd prefer it over 13 than 12, BJ, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm $3.80 sentimental hero, so it's the one I've got on top. Uh, about seven bucks. I'm a bit different. I've, t- I've taken River Rubicon on in my market mm-hmm. um, from the back. Barrier first up and not convinced what it beat last campaign. Um, I've just taken it on a little bit. I'm about $15 River Rubicon. But uh, Macanto and uh, Miss Vasari, about $7, $7.50 in my market. I'm saying that Macanto's 12 bucks now. I'm still not rushing in. You got a price um, for Nobel Lawrence? And Nobel Lawrence, I was 14 15 mm-hmm. 16 something around that mark. But again, it can come down the outside and brain them. Last time on a bog track, it was huge behind secret plan. So I um, reckon that might get a bit of Latham Anderson's money, though. I reckon Nobel I Lawrence. I reckon. I mean, he might have something on there. So uh, great little race. Um, cold shizzle rates very well, but I think that was its win. I'll take it on. Regal Magic, up in class, loses Holly. Really good ride last start. Um, false statement, loves to swim. Just don't know if Barrier 1's a go, and I don't know if it's going as well as the start of its prep. Warm and fuzzy. Uh, unsuited, I think, from the wide gate. We'll take it on with the big weights. And, it's, it's, uh, it's funny with a horse like False Statement. you got to – at that moment when he was – it felt like he was ready to win a race, he just, just wasn't – didn't wasn't, get the right races. Just didn't, yeah. didn't quite get the right races. And so yeah, over over the journey of a preparation, it's it's hard to keep him at that level for the whole time. So he might be on the other side of the mm-hmm. of his peak, false statement. And it's probably what, the most suited runner in these conditions, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, as, as soon as I saw the acceptances, I was just drawn to sentimental hero, especially after that trial was such a such a such a soft trial win. And from four, Paddy Carberry can just put him in put him in a pretty f- Prominent position, not and um, should get every every opportunity from there. Uh, Miss Vasari, massive eye catcher, first up, but she can do that, Miss Vasari. Um, but uh, but this yeah, this is good setup with Chris Barnum going back on, drops in weight and gets gets a good draw. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really really sort of good way to finish the day. There's good. I imagine that sentimental hero is going to have a lot of supporters. But um, River Rubicon, shout out to. Just the to Steve Wolf's three year old really, really like this horse. Um yeah, I think he's I think the best is yet to come with him. So tactics for fifteen though, first up will be interesting whether Sean rides him um forward or whether they um they tend they opt to go back and sort of slot in and try to try to make something work from there. But um I think you're I think you're on the money in terms of like he probably has to be a risk first up from a market point of view. So um, but with River Rubicon, everything that's against him and just feel like it just does look the right setup for a sentimental hero first up. Yeah, it does. The one, the one that's been really under the – surprised me, I'm sure it's come from all the markets. A lot of respect for the Jolton visitor in Corncott. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of respect. 12 bucks. Um, Brad went up pretty short too. So I uh, really like Corncott, but, Jesus, this is tough. Six wins from 11 starts. Yeah. Uh. It's done a good job. Knocked off Star Trade last. Oh, the rains are here. What's that? McCain's. Oh yes. And the corn. Down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julia Martin, Geraldton Corncom, Natasha Faithful from fourteen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you could make a case for a lot of horses in this race. But for me, got the blinkers on here. I'm in the vortex. Ceremony hero. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I think Paddy's actually having a little run of outs at the moment as well, BJ. So I was, uh, I would have liked to have seen. I always like form. I'm a mm. big fan of form. Like Paddy's obviously been riding extremely well. But I don't think he's ridden a winner despite having. He's been on holiday, so yes. he a little for him. But yeah. he's also had some pretty good rides. He hasn't ridden a winner for about five weeks okay so um considering the cattle he's riding for it's an interesting one so i reckon that'll end soon that little run for sure
Can't keep a good man down. So, okay, so that uh, brings our Bolton Sprint Day, the form anyway, preview to an end, and we will uh, we'll come back with our Betfair Best, our Maddies, and a lay or two. So just hold your horses. All right, let's finish strong, Guru, uh, with our Betfair Best betting propositions for Bolton Sprint Day. Betfair Best. Uh, who's yours? I'm, I'm going to go race nine. Yeah, that's what I've got written down. Race nine, sentimental era. I'm three dollars. What price for you? I'm three dollars eighty. I was yeah. I was more like a flat, sort of four bucks. Just with the amount of depth in the race, let's mm. hope that Betfair provides what we need. Sometimes Betfair can get sucked into the vortex too, though, which yep. is a concern, but there are so many backable runners in that. So mm. and if it does start shorter, to be honest, I'll probably not even back my best. That's yep. that's where we're at here. Like it's a it's a day where I won't be I won't be chasing them into something. Like there's nothing I'm desperate to be on. Like with Sluice Box last week, I had it 290, ended mm. up taking 320, which is not like me to go that thin over, but there was a decal. I want to be on that horse, yep. you know. Um, but anyway, I'm don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, sentimental hero. Maddie. So we're looking for something $21 plus, 20 to 1 in the old at time of recording. Uh, if Little Flirt gets a run in race number seven, that's definitely the one for me. Okay. That's, yep. That'll just about become my best if it gets one, I reckon. There you go. I think so at the price. Yeah. There you go. Uh, my Maddie comes up in the first cosmopolitan girl. Uh, stable in form, good draw, offer trials. It ran some nice races um, in the past, and I can see Cosmo- cosmopolitan girl exceeding its current market expectations. Anyway, I think that uh, that would be my Maddie. I'm thirty dollars. Yeah, you can get twenty one dollars at the moment. So, mm. um, and a lay. Uh, a lay, a lay, a lay, a lay. Oh dear, I thought I wrote one down. Uh, well, you might be up first here. Yeah, well, I'll go first. My my lay, um, which you can get on now, I suppose, is uh, race six, flying missile. Oh, that's 100% mine. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my lay as well. I saw Riley tipped it this morning. But yeah. my, my to be honest, my best would probably be the Brave Dream All Day Session Dutch. Yeah. But that's a bit boring in these conditions. So, um, yeah, instead of that, we'll go to the lay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Good day to punt late. I know we often say that, but this is probably the almost of all time, just because the fields are so big. Um, just log in. So, <coughs> mate, just log in. Just it's log just, in to Betfair. Uh, you never know. You might be able to jump in there a minute to go, see something that you some, like. Have some bravery. Mm. Something about Betfair is about having the bravery going. And I often ask myself this question, like, okay, if this horse went up $7, how much, like, would I be keen? You'd be mm. like, you'd be climbing over yourself to get on and yeah and then you see it late and you go well it's seven dollars now i have the opportunity to back it like, without any issues so um log in fire it up just just get excited yeah just get excited it's uh harder smarter just better faster, faster. yeah works. all of the adjectives yeah. Yeah. yeah um just bet like an adjective don't forget jackpot the get out stakes yeah. hundred dollars from uh Jeez, tell you what it could be a double jackpot looking at that field <laughs> Here or a star or something. And uh, congratulations once again to James Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Red Bull Stewart. <laughs> that, that, that absolutely did me. And oh, uh, I couldn't speak for 10 minutes. The hawk, good luck to uh, the Hawk um, Reuben Cup Day on Saturday. That's all we need. An apparition halatorian just to keep the podcast up and about, you know. Well, it can go. Well, Jimmy had one in on Sunday as well. So. Well, Advocator. Yep. Pick oh, up, Advocator, pick up, pick of course. Yeah. Advocator Friday. Yep. Then we've got uh, halatorian and. Uh, Apparition, and then Jimmy Stewart's got four four, four winners for Jeez. us on Sunday. <laughs> we're going to put seven. We're going to put seven in a line. 
Bloody hell. It's all happening. <laughs> Exciting stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I'm absent next week. So if you want to sit here in my seat next week, give BJ a message and he'll probably tell you to piss off and get someone else. But um, Yeah, and also we uh, we need someone to, to knock Jimmy off his perch or try to anyway. We do, yeah. Mm. He's 6'1 in total in his little stint this time in. So that's enough. Mm. That's enough. Time to knock him off. He's running out of words. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, I will be back in a fortnight. But until next week on The 1-1. One one. Jackpot. The jackpot. Get out. Stakes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>